Hello, and welcome to the Tavern. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Mad World. Check them out at www.itsworldmadness.com. Check out our new Tavern X Mad World hoodie and t-shirt on sale now. You can check it out in their app. Go check out It's a Mad World on the App Store. Again, that's It's a Mad World on the App Store. As always, I'm your host, Brandon. And tonight, I'm guest host with Landon, our local producer. How you doing, buddy? Uh, we're doing all right. Uh, is is it local now? Because like I'm I'm technically a couple hours away from the house. Eh, lo- local is relative, you know. We got them long stretch drives down here. And uh, <laughs> uh, Landon has brought us a special guest tonight. Justin, how are you, sir? I'm doing quite well. How are you? I'm blessed and highly favored, brother. Glad to have you here. Oh, Landon, getting your drink on? Well, you know. Long neck, ice cold beer never broke your heart. Oh, don't you don't have to, you don't have to deep throat it, buddy. That beer uh, will be there when you're done. Not for long. So tonight, I wanted to discuss some UFOs or UAPs as they're being called now. If you haven't heard that term before, uh, UAP is for unidentified aerial phenomenon. Ah, uh, phenomenon. The government likes to call them now. Uh, have you guys heard that the House did a hearing with three whistleblowers come forward? Yeah, so something I heard about that was that uh, one of the dudes or whatever was talking about how there was a a football field um, diameter um, spacecraft uh, landing at one of the Air Force bases. So we had... Um... Mr. Graves, uh, Ryan Graves, um, two Davids, uh, I can't remember their names, uh, but they're, they're basically big whistleblowers. Um, two of them were Air Force or Navy pilots or something like that, and they both had just witnessed UFOs. One of them actually was sent to track down a UFO, and he's the one that filmed the TikTok video, or Tic Tac video, if you guys have ever seen that. The no. Tic Tac? Uh, yes, it's basically a tic-tac-shaped UFO that he's seen while he was on a routine training flight. And these things were making such erratic maneuvers that they basically were like, this is not humanly possible. If we were to pilot a craft and make that maneuver, we would be just splat on the side of the, the aircraft. Like, it's not physically possible to our, our knowledge. It's so are we that- talking like, uh, by tic-tac, do you mean... Uh, referencing the old 40s and 50s, 60s uh, cigar shape. Yes. Um, yeah. They're calling it because it's shaped like the candy, a tic-tac, not, you know, the the new generation tic-tac, but we're talking about the candy, a tic-tac. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Is this the same um, scenario that uh, that craft was, like, way up in the sky and dropped, like, 400 feet straight down, stopped, and then took off again? Yeah, we're having situations okay. like that. Yeah. So um, almost, almost like when uh, the the F sixteen saw the disc go into the ocean and just disappear. Yeah, yeah, exact type of thing. I'm gonna look up the witnesses or uh, whistleblowers real quick so I can get their names. So it's it's really funny to me that um, you know all of this stuff is is just coming out and they're releasing all this stuff or whatever and. Uh, everybody told everybody that they were crazy 
and that aliens don't exist and now all of a sudden it's like oh my god aliens do exist and we've been we've been harboring them for hundreds of years now ha huh, we well, got it we got one over on you i have a theory about that uh right. dispersion i think that uh back in the day you know they didn't want to let the populace know because of uh you know, society as a whole having a conniption, for lack of a better word. Whereas today, we have movies and sci-fis and books and comics and radio shows all slowly leading conditioning out. Conditioning us. Yeah, conditioning. Yes, conditioning is a and big portion of it. And I think we've, we finally might have reached that epitome or epitome of conditioning where the society as a whole is ready to accept exactly well, so, well you know not to cut you off real quick time. i just want to put it on record it's uh ryan graves the executive director of americans for safe aerospace uh retired air force uh david grush and retired navy commander david fravor those were the uh, people sworn in for the house oversight accountability committee remember that name fravor yes so uh this isn't the only time that our government or the world governments have been conditioning the people. They've been trying to condition us to turn us into sheep for years. Oh, for everything. Oh, yeah. Way back to World War II with the, the German Nazis and Del Blocka. Yeah. Point proven. <laughs> so the biggest takeaway from this is that we had a congressional hearing where pretty much all of the information that's been presented if you follow anything to do with uaps you probably have heard it before but the general public has not and now networks like uh cnbc cbs you know these you know fox news they're all picking up these stories and putting it in front of the american public which i think is the biggest takeaway and they are testified under oath so everything they say has to be true or else, you know what I mean? Within reason. Let's keep in mind, CSN, MSNBC, Fox, they're owned by corporations. Well, no, I meant the uh, the people testifying. They're under oath. Oh, okay, yes. I, the, the biggest takeaway, though, is that mainstream media has now picked up their story and is presenting it to everyone. Um, the biggest portion of that being all three of them agree upon the fact that we have unidentified objects in U.S. airspace performing maneuvers that we can't explain so there's that so and we have proof of all of it it's the, the russians the big now the nah. big takeaway is that i believe it was david grush that said it um you know someone can correct me if i'm wrong but uh i believe he was the one that made the biggest claim that we have downed aircrafts non-human biologics and that they are certain companies out there like Lockheed Martin. Uh, there's a couple other companies that have reverse engineered these crafts that have landed. Well, yeah. How do you think we got microwaves? <laughs> <laughs> but they're testifying uh, this to Congress. I mean, uh, microwaves, I agree with you, Landon. But uh, let, let's think uh, smaller picture. Uh, in, in 300 years, our technology has evolved substantially. Yes. But in the last... 80-ish years since, just as an example, the UFO Roswell crash. Mm -hmm. We went from, you know, tube fuses to microchips and and little SM cards that can hold terabytes of data. 
So just to put that into perspective even more, the computers that we used <clears throat> to take us to the moon, if you believe the moon landing and all that stuff, but let's that's another topic. But yeah, the computers true. used to take us to the moon took up entire rooms. That's how oh, big they were. And our cell floors. phones are more powerful than that computer. We keep it in our also, pocket, our cell phones. Also, yes. IBM IBM was in charge of those computers back then. Right? Touche. Touche. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Yeah, um, but still, it just that that should put it in perspective. In the last hundred years, how far we've come. Um, what is uh, what is the two of yours? Both of you respond to the whole uh, when a society reaches an evolutionary epitome, and you either break through or you fail. Is that the point we're at? So I'm glad that you bring that up. <clears throat> I am under the belief that should aliens be real, uh, which according to our whistleblowers, they're saying they are, I believe that there is a galactic federation of sorts of intelligences that have broken through to become a planet, you know, a planet, um, like a class one planetary yeah, class civilization. One planetary civilization they're able to explore out into the cosmos now they've left their planet right so i believe that there is a galactic federation that oversees all of these budding civilizations and they've been doing that for us since the dawn of time and if you look back at like like eleven thousand five hundred years ago to the um uh oh what's that called uh you know what i'm talking about lana we talked about this before uh the meteors that came down and and wiped everything Destroyed the dinosaurs. I, I no, have no, no idea. Not that how one. Um, I can't remember the word for it. Um. Well, anyway, it, we've had we've had aliens helping to guide us and shape us well, in the proper they direction. Have, they have reset us, is what I'm getting at. Okay, like the so, Atlanteans. I I, I, Atlantis, I believe that. I believe that the, the, the whole Mayans. I, I think I think multiple times over humans' evolutionary history. I mean, for example. Uh, let's take the Sphinx. Everybody thought it was only 5,000, 6,000 years old. But when they actually do carbon dating versus the uh, wear of weather on the limestone and the granite, it turns out it's more like 15,000 years. So well, let me, <laughs> let me jump in on that. Let me jump yeah, in on that. Uh, so everyone thinks the Egyptians built the Sphinx. They, they didn't. didn't they found the sphinx yes you ever notice the head of the sphinx is super tiny compared to the body exactly it's because when they found it it was already there and it had been weathered and eroded to the point where they were like we're just going to carve a face of our pharaoh on it so then our deity yeah the head um but you look at all these civilizations like the egyptians or uh the mayans you look at like cities like machu picchu what? and we always question, island how did they build them the easter islands and yep. we, we question how those, t those civilizations that we're aware of don't have that technology. They shouldn't have been able to because they didn't. They found them. We have been reset. So they're, they're just coming upon the technology of their ancestors. So I think that this Galactic Federation, of so, so to speak, said, no, you guys are too primal. You're not ready. We got to wait a little bit longer. Born. Yes, exactly. So they reset us and let us evolve a little bit longer, so forth and so on. So... Uh, 
the question that I want to pose tonight, I told you guys I had put some extra information here that I wanted to get to. When you talk about aliens and you make a claim as big as we're not alone in the universe and that aliens exist, religious fanatics are going to get involved. And, I, you know, I've, I've said it on record. I'll say it before. I am a Christian. You know, that doesn't change how I feel about a lot of these things. But there are going to be people of any religion that are going to feel some type of way about there being extraterrestrials. So if that's what we're being told in the media right now is that there are extraterrestrials, people are going to question what does that mean for religion, okay? I honestly, personally, don't think it means as much as people think it does because no matter what uh, extraterrestrial or terrestrial being you're talking about, people have beliefs, whether they're alien, human, monkey, whatever. So in that sense, I think eventually everything devolves or evolves into a central belief of a higher power. And when you break it down, that could be God, gods, goddesses, or enlightened, advanced beings. So the question that I pose, or a belief system that I, I say I, I should put the forward this way is, if I were an omnipotent being, I would. how would I have fun? Okay, if I can control everything and do everything, how would I have fun? Um, have you ever played The Sims? Yes. You don't make just one Sims town. <laughs> I would be making planets over here and be like, what happens if I give these fuckers three eyes? How do, how do they change? You know, I would be making planets all over the place and setting it in motion with different characteristics just to see how it plays out because that would be fun for me as an omnipotent being. You know? Now you're kind of reverting to what I think as the whole Zootopia issue where just as a hypothetical, our planet isn't a planet, but maybe just... Uh, a cage, a zoo, could be where they can in, like observe how we evolve. Yes. So let me also bring a little twist here because you know I say you know I'm a Christian and people always ask, well, how can you prove the existence of God, right? So let me let me break it down the best way that I know to prove that there is a God, maybe not my God or your God or whoever, but let me, that there is a supreme being or creator, right? People question, how do you know? Science is saying, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Let's say you own a bank, okay? And your bank gets robbed. The next day you go back to watch the footage and you see somebody break in and they're getting ready to put their hand up on the dial and they're going to twist that little dial and unlock the lock to take your money. I pause the video. What do you think is going to happen next? Let me ask you that. Well, they're either going to crack the bank or fail. Exactly. Now, the chance of them knowing the code first try is practically impossible. So if they do crack that code the very first time, you know it's an inside job. Somehow they had to have known that code. It, the chances of them getting lucky to crack that code and get into that bank is damn near impossible they would have they could have spent all night trying and trying and trying to get in that if so they had a special stethoscope maybe it's it's <laughs> it's just it's you logical. guys really never thought about robbing a bank huh <laughs> no, i'm just saying it, it's logical 
to notate that if they got in the first try, they must have known the code. And sure. people say, okay, well, we, we can prove evolution. We can prove evolution in very small chunks. It's very good at explaining the last 2,000 years. It's not very good at explaining the last 20,000 years. It's not very good at explaining how you come up with a brand new animal. So let's look at DNA, for example. Your DNA is broken down into A, G, all those good things, right? It's basically Petri binary code. bytes of data. Exactly. It's basically yeah. binary code. People say, oh, well, evolution is just micro changes until they find the combination that makes the animal better. And then that's the animal that takes over, right? Really? That, that, I mean, let's think about the platypus. How did that make, make it better? Have you seen a platypus? I so have. It's got a beaver tail. <laughs> and a duckbill. We've done, we've done testing to show that if you start changing a code, it takes three to 16 alterations before that code has devolved so bad that it is no longer functional. So that means three to 16 changes in the genetic code before it doesn't function as a genetic code anymore. So it is far more likely that you are going to destroy a creature by letting it alter its dna and change then right. you're going to find this magic new cure so you're telling me that's how it worked i don't right. believe that so let me ask you real quick and mm -hmm. i'm not arguing i just so you're saying three to 16 changes yes before the code no. has completely devolved to the point where it doesn't function anymore just just for the viewers and the the listeners mm -hmm. how long does one change take 10,000, 100,000 years? How long? I'm not I'm not meaning it in that way. I'm talking about uh, binary code. Oh, so if, okay. you're, if you're writing code, it's 3 to 16 random flips of ones and zeros before the code doesn't function anymore. So it's the same concept with your DNA. If you're changing those things, if you're going in and you're just randomly changing one little chunk of the DNA to see, well, if I flip this switch on, what happens? If I switch this flip off, what happens? If you do that three to 16 times randomly, at some point, the genetic code is going to break down to the point where it doesn't function anymore. It's the same same concept with code. Or you get completely lucky and it succeeds. But what are the chances of that is what I'm getting at. Very rare. Very yeah, rare. Very Slim rare. So again, so, we go back to that concept of it's logical to think if it happened, there must have been something that knew that that was the right thing to flip. It's just logical to assume that, that there was inside knowledge. So there could be some sort of supreme creator. If you look at any intellectual or sophisticated piece of machinery, it was like, let's say, a car engine. There was an engineer of some sort. Yes. So th th those are my ways of showing it. So the, the reason I even bring that up, or the uh, reason I even bring any of this up because we say that there are now other life forms out there is what we're claiming. Our... Thoughts. Huh? So what if we went on the different side of things, right? Like my belief, right? I'm not saying that there's a God and I'm not saying there isn't a God, mm -hmm. but you, you know me and I, I stay on that extreme spiritual spectrum, uh -huh. right? Source energy, tree of life, whatever you mm -hmm. want to call it. We are all created from the same source energy. Okay. You know, so you, you, 
you could call that God or whatever, but we're we're still under that umbrella of source energy, whether it be an alien or human or animal or tree or blade of grass. You know, yeah. a supreme engineer, a supreme creator, something, some sort of energy that started it all, right? Right. There always has to be, because you can never disprove God. You can always prove that there is some sort of creator but you can never disprove there's a creator because you always run into that philosophical catch 22 of well, where what did it is. start yeah where did it start where how did it start you no matter how far back we go no matter what we prove we can never fully disprove god which is which is a little crazy to me um right. but the reason i bring any of this up is because i come up <clears throat> you know i was digging through alien information and that got me wondering how are the religious fanatics going to view this new information on aliens and I come across some really interesting information. If, if you believe, if you believe that God exists, then you would also believe the devil exists. That's kind of, you know, the kind of the back and forth here. Did you know that we can find out where Satan's throne is? And you wouldn't believe what's at Satan's throne and all the stuff that's there. This is it was so interesting to me when I started reading into this. I was like, even for someone who isn't religious, if I was to put all this in front of him, it would makes you scratch your head and be like, wait a minute, why does that all fit? So are we talking hypothetically speaking, uh -huh. just from like research and, and not being on this podcast just from my life before? Uh-huh. Are we talking like the Vatican? Because there's some shit there. No, you would when I when I break this down to you where Satan's throne is, you would never suspect the place that it is. So, well, good. Oh, I was gonna say, well, I can't wait for you to break it down to us, buddy. I, dude, I'm so excited to share this with you. I'm, I'm um, willing to listen. So, Revelations two thirteen, okay, says, "I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is." Yet you hold fast my name, and you did not deny my faith, even in the days when Antipath was my faithful witness, was killed among you where Satan dwells. So now we got a question, where was Antipas killed? Because he was killed where Satan's throne was. When you look that up, he was killed in modern-day Geneva, Switzerland, in the, Apollyon, in the Apollyon Temple. So the Bible is telling us that Geneva, Switzerland is where Satan's throne is. And Switzerland's so, always been the neutral party in everything. Bro, Geneva, Switzerland. Do you know what's in Geneva, Switzerland? Let's start with Swedish the people? CERN Collider. Uh, can we just say oh, one sentence? Yeah. Geneva Convention? The Geneva Convention? Ge the, the CERN Collider? CERN Collider. Holy shit. Bro, okay, it gets worse. The United Nations? If I was if I was Satan, I would want to control the government, the whole world with the United Nations, um, the World Health Organization. I sure would want to tell you what you need to be putting into your body. Uh, the World Trade Organization, because you got to control global trade. The World Economic Forum, the Global Alliance for Vaccines and Immunizations. Holy shit! And there are thirty three world organizations in geneva switzerland do you know the significance of the number 33 uh i've heard no. it two double god number dude 33 okay so what's the significance of 33 it's the master number it's the age that jesus christ was crucified and resurrected 
It's the symbol for potential to fulfill our highest ambitions and activate the forces of change. 33, if I'm not mistaken, is also something to do with the um, pyramids and a uh -huh. three uh -huh. line yeah. 33 is the number of the Grand Mason. Yes. Just that out there. Um, it, it was used in Revelations uh, to represent God's judgment, his complete and final judgment of the world, which was accomplished in the final three and a half years leading up to the second coming of Jesus. Interesting, right? I just, I seen all this and I was like, it's, bro, I stumbled also, down a rabbit hole, bro. It's also a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I stumbled no, down if, a rabbit hole. Know, I'm looking at aliens. And now you know, I figured you know. out where Satan's throne is. If you know, you know, but I cannot, I cannot put that out there on the air. If you know, you know. So I, I bring all that round circle to just say, if, if Satan's throne is in Geneva, Switzerland, and we believe there's an Illuminati or a one world government trying to take over, and it is of sinister nature, even if you don't believe it in a... Do you think they're in Geneva, Switzerland, too? I, I, I don't mm -hmm. think the Illuminati is. I think the New World Order might The be. New World Order is the Illuminati, buddy. Yes and no. The Illuminati goes back way farther than the New World, New world Order. Two separate entities, but a lot of people believe they combine to become... I think a, they uh, have merged. Okay. Yeah. I think they've merged. I mean, look at the, the Denver airport. Yeah. Oh, yes. God. The, the Nightmare <laughs> Stallion. I think we did a podcast on we that. did an we? episode on Denver airport. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, I don't know if we did I, it on This is my first time or... being with you guys, so... I know. Dude. I've been my friend for 12 years and didn't even know I had a podcast until like three days ago. Wow. Dude, I didn't you know, know we've been doing this for over a year now. Yeah. Established July of 2022. July 13th, yep. I think it was. Yep. Over a year we've been doing this now. Landon, I are. didn't even know you were bald until yesterday. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> At least I look good doing it. You slave me, sir. So, can I get some final thoughts on the information i presented y'all today let's go with our guest first i know landon's got some thoughts i want to hear your side i think it's worth looking into now uh real quick sidebar yeah uh you as you have said you're christian uh-huh you're a believer yep um last i have hung out with landon he was more so atheist open-minded yes okay. uh, pagan I, I was raised I was um, um, ag agnostic at, at okay. that time. Agnostic. All right. At that time. I was raised uh, Wiccan. Very metaphysical, spiritual. All that being said, I think what you have divulged is worth looking into. And I find it highly interesting. And I'm willing to go down that rabbit hole with you. It's interesting, right? Very so, much so. So I think it's I think it's really funny and cool. Uh, I, I, I maybe I knew that, maybe I didn't. But uh, you follow Wicca? Right? I do. 
Okay, uh, I follow New Age Druidry, which Very was close. founded by the two best friends uh, who split off, and one created New Age Druidry, and the other one founded Wicca. So, <laughs> yes, neat, yeah. right? Yeah, but uh, for my my final thoughts on that, that's fucking Geneva, Switzerland, bro. Seriously, uh, they're neutral. It's, it's neutral. They have always been a neutral party. Now, something funny is that uh all of these major things like the world trade organization all that stuff i had no idea it was in geneva switzerland all but and now to find out that satan's throne is in geneva switzerland makes a hell of a lot more sense because uh all these top one percent uh of people in the world all have homes there mm -hmm. all right so um supposedly and the reason I say this is I have spent many, 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 many years going back to like uh, junior high school. Yeah. Researching Atlantis and, you know, mythical, real. Yes. Who knows? I didn't know they, I didn't know they had those books in junior high school. <clears throat> but uh, I, it's great like that you get my, to keep going my, back to that library, though. My personal belief. Um, look up the crater in the circle of life. Nobody thought it was there, you know. Hadrian Bolter, uh, the 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 pillars of Hercules, everything is twisted over time. Yes. So I, I'm willing to sit back and say yes, Switzerland, but take it with a grain of salt. Yes. Something go. that I would like to point out, as a Christian, I would like to point out, I am aware of the evolution of. Let's say we go back to uh, the Egyptians, for example, and the Book of the Sun slowly mm. transforming its way into the modern-day Christian Bible. If you don't know anything about that, go look into that because they're basically the same book. So I'm not, not throwing out the fact and trying to tell people they have to believe in my religion because I know the faults of the book that I follow, and I know right. all the details of what could be, should be. I get that. It doesn't change the fact that the overall arching evil is birthed in Geneva, Switzerland. That is mm -hmm. interesting to me. I give you that. Whether it's my Satan or another, you know, it just that that is interesting that a book from that long ago tells us that we go to the place. And, and then they say and they say in the book that Satan, when he comes back, he will be a hero. Everyone will love him it's switzerland they, nobody hates switzerland yeah everybody loves switzerland it's it's, a it's the most place. nice and peaceful place women. ever well not to yeah. mention everybody loves the underdog very true well donald <clears throat> trump's an underdog you know um Baby hands and and i know i'm kind of taking a, a a slice out of common popular television but uh i've been watching a lot of uh you know, uh, Wonder Woman and going back in time, watching some uh, small videos. Oh, Wonder Woman 84? No, no, no. I'm, no. I'm talking Supergirl, Wonder Woman. Oh, okay, okay. And there's one scene where it just it gave me goosebumps. Back in my neck, my arms, hold on yards. Where Lex Luthor, and I think it was in one of the movies, 
he said this painting is upside down because the angels were cast out of heaven so Uh they should be on the bottom and lucifer comes from the top makes you think Mm -hmm. interesting huh there's a whole theory that uh satan was god and that his throne was usurped and he was kicked out there's a whole theory about that i don't think he was god but i do think that he was definitely dealt for lack of a better term apology ahead of time a shitty hand potentially that's a, mm-hmm. i'm i'm will see I, i'm a very open-minded person i don't like to ever dismiss someone else's beliefs or not look at something presented to me you know what i right. mean it would it would be silly of me to not consider everything when i'm here presenting facts of something else to someone else yeah. so you know i'm like the book of enoch that's a cool read Dude, that, that is a read. hard read let yeah. me tell you okay if, <laughs> if you don't know if you don't know what the book of Enoch is, definitely go look it up. Yeah. Because it, it has a lot of really good uh, information in it that a lot of people should probably know. Like giants, giants were real. They were the Nephilim. The Nephilim. It's, it's, yeah. it's legit. It's legit. You Just need to look make it up. Sure, make sure to have a circle of salt around you when you read it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, I think that's where we're gonna gonna close it down. Um do you have any closing words for our audience tonight, Justin? No matter what you believe in, believe it to your heart and keep an open mind. I love it. I love it. Couldn't have said it better. Sweet. Yeah. Landon, what's your closing words, buddy? Guys, look, we're trying to uh, have a podcast at least once a week. Um, we're working on it hard. Uh, it's a struggle sometimes, but we're, we're trying to come back to you guys. We've, we love what we're doing. We let, you know, we're trying to bring new content out there. We want to keep you entertained, listened. We want to bring straight up cool facts that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Um, but appreciate you. Love you. Uh, Justin, thanks for coming on the show and being part of this. And uh, hopefully you come back some more. Uh, you know, I hope to be here next week. Um, but stay tuned, guys. Like, it might get real around here, and this is going to be the place that you want to be. Hell yeah. Peace out. <laughs> All right, guys. You know, uh, as Landon said, Justin, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. I loved having you on. I loved having a conversation with another individual who's open-minded. You know, it, it's really cool to to get to know somebody else that fits in like a cog in a wheel with us, man. You just clicked right in, man. Um, hey, there's a reason I love your brother. Right? <laughs> He's a weirdo. But uh, thanks, guys, so much for listening. Um, you know, you guys are always a part of our Tavern family. You can always come back every episode. These are dedicated to you. We do this because we want to spend time with you. We want to hang out with you. Um, we're going to get back to doing live episodes here soon. Uh, we're in the process of kind of redoing uh, the Tavern setup and Landon being out of town. His background is a little different, too. But we will get back to those uh, live episodes because we want you to be a part of it. But as always, thanks for stopping by. The tavern. tavern.